You're listening to my Peeping Life podcast. Hello, hello, hello. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Thank you so much for joining my Peeping Life podcast. We are on episode 32, guys. So after my two-month break, this is my second episode that I've been that I've posted and that I've put myself into, and I'm so excited to share this with you. As I get closer to my authentic self, I want to share how I feel and who I am and how I get there and just my understanding of everything that I've been looking into. So episode 32, my Peeping Light podcast is called Being Authentic and I'm going to go through the blog post with you because everything from here or from this specific episode comes from the blog post and is inspired by what I wrote. So here's Being Authentic in tamstermay.com i'm tammy lynn murphy and i'll be right back thank you so much okay being authentic (laughs) what does it even mean to be authentic this phrase gets thrown around like a dirty pants in our days (laughs) i think it's become such a cliche already there are people hear it but they don't really hear it properly What does this word authentic mean? By definition of undisputed origin and not a copy. Genuine. Of course there are other variants to explain it in music and philosophy, but ultimately it's about not being a copy. It's the real thing, the original, the first of its kind. Nothing like it came before this original was made. And it can be a document, a piece of art, or a person. It doesn't matter because the authentic version of something is that thing in its true original form. So here's the question that I've been asking myself. How do I find my authentic self? How do I break through the barriers of the copy that I was molded into? How do I find me? The self outside of influence. I know that I've already shared many versions of myself and that, of, that others have imposed on me. Let me repeat that. I know that I've already shared many versions of myself that others have imposed on me and that I had unknowingly absorbed and taken in as who I'm supposed to be. The imposition is clear to me now more than ever as I look deeper into my core and discover unique things about myself that actually spark fear in me because I wonder how much more is hidden in the corners of my being that I haven't yet discovered out of fear that I might actually find myself in there. I used to be worried about what others will think about me and if others will like me or not. I don't really have that problem anymore. My greatest fear now is when I find who I'm looking for me will I like me the world has imposed so many beliefs and rules along with judgments and it has taught us to self loathe only to remain in control of course but when all you know is one thing and you realize that one thing you know is not real it can be shattering it can destroy you if you don't have the tools to rebuild yourself Being authentic is not child's play. (laughs) Wait. Actually, it is because when children play, they are lost in themselves. Their true selves. Their authentic selves. A world where anything is possible and dreams come true. Maybe in order to find our true selves, 
we need to play more, laugh more, and start looking for those things that feel real to your core. When your soul is at ease, there are no boundaries for you to follow, except your own boundaries that are in your head, that were put there by outside influences. Once again, authenticity lost. As I journey through life on a daily basis to look for myself, I realize that I'm not lost. I'm right here with me, always. I forget this regularly, but it always finds its way back to me. Just because I've created these limitations for myself and I do not show my true self, even to myself, never mind to the world, I'm still here. I'm still present. It doesn't mean that I've lost my authenticity. It just means that it lock, it's locked away behind many doors that I have to open in order to get to the core of me. But sometimes what's behind each door is so scary that I run back out and lock it myself to look for an easier way, a way that scares me less. I've come to realize though that there is no easier way. There is no path to authenticity that will scare me less because I want to face my true self and be that person. I have to face the demons that have taken me away from that place. I have to fight the battles, climb the walls, and swim across the oceans to get there. If I really want to release myself from this prison I have found myself in, I have to fight a war. I have to win the war. And even though I'll lose some battles, I have to take those losses and use them to gain information to prepare myself for the next battle. I have to remember that my mind is a place where many battles are fought. Spiritual battles, emotional battles, and even physical battles. It all starts in my mind and ends there. It all starts with a thought and is followed through with an action, but it finds its way back to thoughts again. I can be all that I am for that moment and then do the things that I live to do. And in a moment, because of a thought, I can retract myself just as quickly as I freed myself. My mind is controlling, is clearly controlling the show here. I think what I've been missing for so long is that it is my mind, not their mind, and certainly not our mind. It's always been my mind. My kid, okay, <laughs> my teenager, has pulled out all the stops in bringing out different versions of me. I realize that it has got nothing to do with her at all. She's just being a teenager. It has everything to do with me trying to do to her what others have done to me and impose my beliefs, thoughts, and ways of doing things onto her. She's her own person and she has her own mind. Her mind is not mine to control. But instead, my role is to nurture her mind into understanding that it's 100% her mind and I'm here to guide her, keep her safe, and love her. Her mind is hers. Sometimes I feel like I've failed as a parent. But then I remember that I only feel this way because how to parent has been implanted in my brain by others. There's no right or wrong way to love a child into adulthood. Yes, we should be loving our kids into themselves and not fighting them at every turn to be what we want them to be. I know that many are going to disagree, but even Jesus did his own thing from the age of 12, guys. <laughs> he went wandering off on his journey, freaked his mother out completely, understandably so, and then calmly told her when she was freaking out that he was fulfilling his father, who's God, fulfilling his father's will, at least. So let's be real. Kids were getting married back then at 13. 
Now, I'm not saying I believe in child marriages. I think it's disgusting. But what I do think is that we as adults need to give our kids more room to figure life out without our controlling fear that keeps them from finding themselves earlier instead of later in life. Let me repeat that. We as adults need to give our kids more room to figure out life without our controlling fear. It's our fear that makes us control. I needed to specify that. The reason why we want to control is because we are afraid. And when it's out of our control, we are afraid. And this fear keeps them from finding themselves earlier in life. And it makes them blossom only later on in life. I know the journey of self-discovery for me has just begun a few years ago. Okay, more than 10 years ago, but it's still a few years ago, give or take. <laughs> I'm still healing, searching, and finding out who I really am because I've lived my life being someone that I'm not for a very long time. Where my true self revealed herself every once in a while and even shocked me. But I was always behind the curtain. In the shadows, watching other people live, hiding so nobody can see me, afraid, ashamed, and lost in the darkness of the world's impositions. My kid is 13 and she has already begun to look for herself, to try to understand life, and to use the tools that I now give her daily to find her authentic self, herself that is not influenced by me, herself that is true to her nature, not mine. Look, <laughs> I know that kids cannot be completely free of their parents. It's physically impossible. DNA plays a huge part in that they are literally a piece of us growing into themselves. A combination of two people and everything that came with those two people, those two selves that joined initially, makes them their authentic selves. Therefore, her true self is made up of her parents, combined with a twist of just her own spice through spirit and experience. If this is what makes up the person that I am raising, then that would be the case for every other human being on this planet. We are all an extension of our parents, a literal extension of them, their DNA combined. The cells in their bodies joined and made me. And so in order to be my true authentic self, I have to embrace that part of me too. I have to embrace that not everything I have from my parents was due to upbringing. Some of it is just plain old DNA. So in order to be me, I have to embrace them for who they are, not who I wish they were. And herein lies the secret that I was looking for in creating healthy family relationships and boundaries. Differentiating between DNA and actual life choices. My mind is my own creation, filled with the reactions to things that I have been taught by the behaviors of others and filled with responses to the external world with things that I have told myself because that's what I received from the outside world and that's how I interpreted it. I am the creator of the things in my mind and I am able to change the thoughts that I created at any time. My spirit is my life force, the essence of my being, the parts of me that I do not fully understand and I can only experience her fully when I'm in the quiet of my mind and if I dig deep into my being through the quiet spaces of meditation and prayer. My higher self, the God that lives in me, is reachable through this path. The soul, the me that isn't physical, the me that is purely spiritual, the me that connects to the sunrise and the sunset, to nature, 
the me that feels life coursing through my body with each breath the me that whispers to my heart the me that i don't fully understand the me that is connected to you to god to life itself in order for me to be authentic i have to embrace this part of me and that many will disapprove of disagree with and i have to be okay with that i realize that the path that i once took where i needed everyone to like me is not a path of authenticity because if i'm going to stand for something i have to disagree with something and if i have to disagree with a thing then people will come to me come at me to protect that thing that they believe in and i disagree with and that has to be okay with me a work in progress yes but I'm well on my way to understanding that in order to achieve what I dream to achieve, I will have to accept that it comes with both positives and negatives. I read an article the other day about a man being gunned down while feeling the hungry. I mean, that right there tells me nothing is forever. I can die walking to the bathroom, driving to work. I can even die while feeding the poor. So what would the points of living have been if I die without completely living as my true self? The me that I actually am, no matter who says what about it. People in biblical times died for their beliefs. I know we're not as drastic as that anymore, but I would rather die doing the things that make me feel alive than keep living doing the things that slowly kill my soul every day. Because then, <laughs> what's the point of it all? Of life and death, of tears and laughter, of light and dark. What will the point of anything be if not just to be who we are and to serve the purpose of who we are? We're killing ourselves to pay bills and we are running ourselves into debt to live lives that are not even really our own. We're becoming prisoners of our own actions and we dig the hole deeper with every moment that we're not being true to the essence of our being. The core of our hearts and the foundation of who we are should never be built on the choices of other people. They should always be built on our own thoughts, our own ideas and our own beliefs for ourselves with no outside influence. Then we should go out into the world and search for people that are like-minded and that are on our level of belief or higher. People that are not going to drag you down, tell you negative things, or people that are just not your people. If you find yourself first, I've said this so many times before, if you find yourself first, then your tribe will find you along the way. Trust me, there's nothing like having a tribe that you didn't look for. You found them on the journey of finding yourself because they shared your thoughts, ideas, and your way of life. Oh, I've drifted off topic. <laughs> okay, where was I? Oh, yes. Last, but certainly not least, we are our DNA. This is the shared part of our lives, the part where we are linked physically to others, the part where we link ourselves physically to others. This is the part that we cannot change. We are who we are physically. It's a temporary body. We inherit all sorts of wonderful things from our parents and grandparents and every single relative before them. We inherit the good, the bad, the beauty and the ugly, the sickness and the health. We cannot hide from our DNA. It's who we are. Well, it's a part of who we are mind body and soul <laughs> i've been listening to people talk of these three things for so many years and i thought i understood <laughs> and i did to a certain degree but my level of understanding now has grown it's deeper it's wider and it's changed the way i see it all i can't be one without the other i can't love one and ignore the other i have to embrace all three 
all the time. I cannot neglect any part of me in order to be my true authentic self. In order to share the real me, I have to be the real me. I have to stop swaying like a reed and find myself a rock that I can call home. And on that rock, I will build myself, my house and my family where I cannot be swayed. Where I will teach them not to be swayed. And hopefully when I die, they will have everything that I have built to use as tools to continue building themselves. I really enjoyed writing this piece. It flowed out of me like water flowing over a rock after a rainstorm, creating a waterfall that's filled with beauty and life. It poured out of me with such ease that I know I'm closer to that place within myself that I long for so deeply, that I search for so vigorously, and that I can feel that the me that I was born to be shows herself now more often than she ever did before. And that makes me smile. That kind of smile that comes from within, that nobody can take from you because it's not just on your face, but in your very being. Thank you for being here and sharing life with me. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to my Peeping Light podcast. I'm sharing more and more of myself as I grow into myself, all in the hope that it'll make even the tiniest difference to any one person that may need it. I started out doing this for me. And I've received so many messages of people that needed to hear what I've said or needed to read something I've written. And that for me is everything. My Peeping Light podcast is a podcast that discusses finding the light in darkness. It takes you on a journey of self-expression and discovery as I navigate my way through healing and challenges as I face the world and myself. This is where I share the tools I've used and the lessons I've learned along the way. My name is Tammy Lynn Murphy and you're listening to My Peeping Light podcast. That was being authentic that I wrote um, in Tamsdomay.com. So feel free to go back into the blog page and have a read if you want to go through it properly. But being authentic is so important to me. As you can tell, I wrote pages and pages and it just, it just came out of me. And I think I'm just dedicating myself now to things that flow, things that resonate with me and things that that... I wouldn't say come easy because not everything that's worth doing comes easy, but things that flow out of me naturally. So with the work that I've put in and with the effort and with the education and, and, and with investing in myself and, and reading books and going to seminars and just investing in myself, my mind, my body, my spirit, the things that flow out of me from there are the things that I think are valuable and the things that are, are true to who I am. Because the more I value myself, the more I realize that I don't have to do what other people tell me to do. I don't have to be in spaces that I'm not supposed to be in or that I'm uncomfortable or unhappy in. And yes, there are things that I, I, I will do where it meets, I will do some boring things because in the end, it's, an, it's a means to an end. And the, 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 the means to the end is valuable. And so in order for me to have that valuable thing, I have to do certain things that 
I wouldn't, they don't drain me, they're just boring. You know, it's mundane, repetitive, like paperwork. You know, you can't have a business that's booming. Paperwork has to be done, you know, it has, it's a means to an end. There has, there's always going to be something that you'd rather not do, but you kind of have to in order to do the thing that you love to do. So I'm enjoying this process. I'm enjoying um, the real me coming out and I'm enjoying I'm enjoying loving myself and caring for myself and just embracing who I am and not allowing, you know, those 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 eyes, those 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 disapproving eyes, you know, those people that expect you to be a certain way, not allowing all of that to get to me anymore because I realize that's their problem. They have to deal with what they're going through and and it's not about me anymore because I know that I'm kind and I know that I'm respectable and I know that I I don't I don't do things to hurt people unnecessarily. I love helping people. I love going out of my way to do what I need to do. So whoever's out there judging me and whoever's out there feeling that I'm, um, I'm not living life right and I'm not doing things the way that they would prefer me to be doing things, you know what, that's great because, you know, you keep living your life the way you prefer and then just look the other way and <laughs> just let me be because I'm not hurting you. I'm not in your home, I'm not in your family, I'm not hurting you. And so I'm going to be authentic and I'm going to wish love and light on everybody that, that feels that, that, that has a problem with my authenticity. And from there, I'm just going to continue being and I'm just going to continue sharing and sending love and light to everybody. So thank you for being here and thank you for for supporting my Peeping Eye podcast because the reason I come back, as I said previously in my previous post, the reason I come back is because of you. And if there's just one person, I'm happy. I'm, I'm happy. People don't understand that if you're doing something that you that you love and, and there's just one person that that thing is, is helping or, or one person that has gotten something out of it, then I will continue doing it for that one person. So, you know... It's just ease the way it is. Anyway, so I hope you all are healthy, happy and loved and I wish you all the best. I hope you'll be where you need to be to see. I hope you'll see what you'll need to see and I hope you'll follow the path of your own authenticity and not let other people dictate to you who you should and should not be. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for listening. My name is Samuel and Murphy and this is my Peeping Lights podcast. Tamstermay was established in 2017. The Tamstermay brand began as a means to develop myself into the person that I envisioned and to help others to do the same by sharing my stories through written words in the form of a blog. In March of 2021, my Peeping Light podcast was added to the brand in order to expand the vision and knowledge through spoken word as well. The Tamps to My Brand represents lights in a world full of dark spaces and offers followers and listeners a chance to find their inner light through storytelling, information sharing, poetry and life experiences. Welcome to the Tamps to My family. We are so happy to have you here. Let the journey begin. You're listening to my Peeping Light podcast.